the Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrick and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Steve Halepka, here tonight for another episode of the Super Flexible Podcast. Joining here tonight by my boy, Swags. What's going on, Swags? What up? Why did he always get to be first, dude? That's messed up. Let's do it again. Because he runs the board. Oh. He runs the board, that's why. <laughs> I didn't know So I get like him first dibs. Smart. I told him I Smart move. Yeah. yeah. So first. It's me. Man. Yeah. yeah. So I, Y'all making trades. That's messed up. So yeah. we I also have do some funky um, stuff another me. guy here. We have um, FL2 Drink Minimum. That's hey, right. What's up, 2 Drink? What's up, buddy? I'm here. Glad, glad I could be on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for hopping on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks for, for being on. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry you had to wait You're so welcome. long to get introduced. <laughs> I blame perfect. I blame uh, me because of Steve. <laughs> yeah, I blame you too. I, it's, it's a proxy, a proxy. Uh, yeah, issue. As long as it's not my sure. fault, I'm good, fellas. So it's cool. No, no man, it's you not are. Your you're, fault. you're good. Not at all. Perfect. Yeah. Not at all. This is a good it's night. It's not man. you. It's us. It's. <laughs> Yeah, so this is this is this is gonna be a fun show. Um, so a little bit a little bit of news and notes. Uh, some Russell Wilson talk about wanting a new contract. We got some running back signings, uh, and then we're gonna get on the hype train, talking about some players you believe in for 2019 and beyond. Uh, and then, of course, the ever popular. There it is. There's that hype train whistle. Thanks, Swags. Um, and then the ever popular Superflex Dynasty Trades segment. Um, so let's get cracking. But before we do. Uh, where can the folks find you on Twitter to drink? I want to make a trade. I threw, oh, I threw I him a curveball. So Tudrick wasn't ready. I know. He, he's like, I don't know where they, can they find me. Well, I am at I hate, I, underscore swag. I at FL Tudrick Gnome, <laughs> at Superflexpod, and at my mute button on my mic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the real Holupkin at Superflex Trades. Uh, so let's start off with uh, some big news around one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, Russell Wilson. So a lot of news coming out of Seattle uh, in terms of Russell Wilson. So obviously he's on the last year of his deal, uh, and he has given the Seahawks an April 15th deadline in terms of trying to sign him to an extension. So to drink, I mean, do you think this actually gets done for a certain amount of money, or is Russ going to be a free agent? I can't. I can't imagine them letting him go. That would be uh, crazy. Everything he's done for that franchise and moving forward. But I I do want him to write in the contract that he needs to throw the ball more. Maybe a little unconventional with the wordage, but teams getting away with a lot of stuff and verbiage now in contracts. Why can't he like quit with the 16, 18 passes a game? Let your best player on your team chuck the rock. Come on. Yeah, I think that would have they had probably to fire Brian Schottenheimer if that's the case. Because he's but he's a Seahawk. Yeah. Okay. So why do you think he's how how much uh, is he asking for? I would think he wants to be the highest paid quarterback, right? You think? I mean, he's turning thirty; like he's still young. Yeah. I mean, that's the sliding scale, right? As as that next guy comes up, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't the best quarterback in the league, but it was his turn to get money, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So can we see Russ get more guaranteed money than Kirk Cousins? Uh, I mean, dude, I I would think that they try to pay him, man. They had to know that this was coming eventually. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, guaranteed a hundred mil coming his way maybe it's not like maybe it's four years you know what i mean so it's less over the the span like cousins is what at like 31 yeah 33 something like that depending on the year but mm-hmm. you know maybe it's four for 100 guaranteed and he's like deal like maybe it's not as much per year but total number is there give it give me it all yeah yeah, yeah. i like it yeah because i think russ might be one of those guys where he wants the team to be good around him too 
he's not just worried about you know having the, mo- the most massive potential contract in the league, but most guaranteed would, money. To your point, I would say you know uh, the Dolphins have a lot of money next year. Ooh. That would uh, I would give me something to be happy about. Like we we have a ton of money next year. Maybe we don't tank for Tua. Maybe we just go pay and go get it. Flip this script fast. <laughs> I might I might have drank too early. That is uh, I, know, you I might... was going to say, you'd probably find a way to shit on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hear you say too much about your Dolphins. That's very good. They, uh, well, it's, it's, it's been a while since I, I would hate it. to see that for Russ. <laughs> and I hear you. I want to have But, you, but I know happen. that you Put absolutely know what I mean at the same time, too. Like, as a fan, yeah, you, it sucks. But, 100%. man, like, yeah, I don't know. I have to think that he stays in Seattle. For sure. I mean, playing. Yeah, when was the last time a in their prime like NFL MVP type level quarterback switched teams? The last the last ones I can think of kind of happened at the same time, and it's because both were coming off of injuries. And I hate to bring right. it back to the Dolphins, but Breeze and Culpepper that same year mm-hmm. uh, coming out. You know, both guys obviously at different points now in their career, but during that time, we're having solid years. You know, together. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything since then, and good lord, that's been a while. Yeah, I mean that's a decade and a half. Like it's crazy, man. It's it's super crazy um, to hear that. So this would be wild if Russell actually gets free agency. But give that man uh, like quit picking defensive linemen for offensive line. Like <laughs> legit, pick players that do their job. Get him real weapons to throw to. I hate that Doug Baldwin is hurt, and that's I'm not saying that's over, but man, that doesn't feel good. Like it's just Tyler Lockett and and some some other garbage. David Moore, man. Yeah, get on the David train. Moore. Yep. He's got a couple of throw it too. AJ Brown of the Seahawks. Let's do it. That'd Man, be fun. There you go. I mean, if they have they, they have so fun. many pieces they need, like you were saying, for offensive line and whatnot. But man, it it would be nice to see them get an offensive weapon on that team who's not another running back that they got wrong. <laughs> but, You're not wrong, Swags. You're not wrong <laughs> at all. Uh so talking about of running backs, uh so the Lions actually signed CJ Anderson. Why can't they just uh, like so carry everyone loose? I'm, he got, I'm gonna let you do your because he got hurt last year. I know, yeah, and, like, and you gotta like, have somebody yeah, there. I get it. So and Blunt's gone. So it's you got to think it's an upgrade from Blunt at least, which has to worry yes. you a little bit more for Carry On's production. Um, I don't see a buy low window for Carry On, and I'm not very interested in Anderson. Definitely your handcuff right now. I don't know. What do you guys think? It's better than I mean, Ridley. CJ. <laughs> Fair. I, I got we saw a bit of a resurgence from CJ there at the end of the year, but is that more just the Rams offensive line is that good? I, I don't think the Lions are, you know, on that same level there. So not that's at all. that's and, my and like, he was like, so fresh. Yeah, I'm with you. Time. I'm not worried about CJ Anderson at all. He was so Correct. fresh at the time too. Because he wasn't even on teams for most of the year. Right. Yeah. Super fresh. Yeah, super fresh, great scheme. But I will say that the Lions' run blocking side is pretty damn good when you stack up their offensive line. I know, I know TJ Lang retired, but I mean their middle three should be pretty damn good. Two solid tackles um, going into the season before all their injuries. I actually liked them as a top ten offensive line in the league, uh, but then they were obviously banged up last year. So the Rams were ahead of that. Yeah, for sure. Rams were like top five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, does that does that make you feel any better about Gurley then? Since they didn't bring CJ Anderson back, is that even stupid? That's even stupid coming out of my mouth. Like that should have never worried you. But I mean, like the fact that they let him go, they're going to no, draft. I don't, think, I, think, I don't think that sounds stupid. I mean, I think that went through everybody's head a little bit. Like either, mm-hmm. either you instantly think, well, they maybe they like John Kelly. Maybe they're looking for somebody. But it instantly, 
went through my head that like uh, they must feel pretty okay about Gurley if they didn't want to at least try to sign CJ Anderson to some kind of deal. He made it clear he wanted to be there. He was offended he couldn't be. So clearly they must feel okay. It's not like they had an ultimate backup plan. You can't count on the draft. You can try to, but you can't quote-unquote count on it. So yeah, it made me feel a little bit better about Gurley. I mean, CJ's gone. They don't bring him back, and they haven't brought anybody else in, even like lower level crap guys. Like, right. you know what I mean? That don't really matter. They're just depth signing that you, I really hope nobody has on their team, but we have to because we play Dynasty with like 35 bench spots. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's still Malcolm Brown. Yeah. yeah. It's still, still Malcolm Brown and then John Kelly. I think people were excited for John Kelly last year, and we really didn't see that. And it made them sign CJ Anderson because he wasn't either picking the offense up or just wasn't effective. So, um, yeah, I think I mean, Malcolm Brown might be the guy. This is a draft that I'm starting to see more and more people say, like, we probably have one running back drafted in the first mm-hmm. uh, 40, 45 picks, somewhere yep. in there. Might not even be, you know, might not even be that Thursday night round one. The the scale of the running backs and, you know, how far they slide down and where those teams will use them, you know, all matters on how much, you know, stock they're going to get and how much we even put to them in Dynasty. But let's say the Rams get a... Uh, Jacobs or Montgomery or something like that because they got him in the second round at the end or or even third you know because those guys slide does that worry you at all it or you think they're addressing it at all? Anderson for the team, correct? Especially the later that round gets, it gets super cheap. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, does it, where they draft it matter? Like, let's say they pull the trigger on Jacobs at the end of the first. Are you like, oh crap, oh, man? I I don't think so. Is is your question where they draft him? So I don't think it. I think if they draft anybody notable even if it even if somebody falls and they draft somebody notable i think yeah you you worry a little bit again but uh, yeah it's todd freaking Gurley, like you said he's still only 24 i wouldn't have been super worried if cj anderson stuck around yeah it Mm -hmm. made me feel a little bit better watching him leave but um i think if they draft anybody notable like the conversation comes right back into play like what's going on you know and um because there is still some talent in this draft you know you don't know where miles sanders is going to go or you know you know Mm -hmm. you mentioned jacobs who is mentioned a lot as maybe the number one running back off the board you know i don't know if they go that early but there's some other names like damian harris would be interesting yeah you never know can do a little bit of both the other bama back you know and yeah man if you could get him at the end of the third or fourth even you know what i mean like i not that john kelly's worth anything to people but you know what i mean like it'd, it'd be nothing after that Yep. That's for sure. Yep. But you know the conversation comes right back into play if they make any move on a notable running back in free agency or anything. I mean, maybe they're waiting okay, to so pull sure. somebody. Yep. Yep. So let's do that. Yeldon hasn't signed it yep. anywhere, right? That's the, the only kind of like pass catching back. What a back. great fit and that would be. Like, with Fournette even wasn't with there, Gurley he could even run it up catch the it. Yeah, I mean, that would mm-hmm. be a great fit. They both to, can like, do the, what they need to do. Yeah. And at this point, like with the numbers we see, what Tevin got two years for 10 mil. Like, you know what I mean? Like, CJ got almost nothing. Uh, I mean, TJ Yeldon will get more than that. But I don't know that – I mean, Tevin Coleman, two years, 10 mil. Do we think Yeldon's more valuable than Coleman? Because I, I would have gone into so. free agents more number. Like, Rams, go do that. <laughs> Listen, McVay, I know you're listening right now. You're welcome. Go get TJ Yeldon. Yeah, great, man. To be, perfect, to be a perfect, like you said, complimentary piece to Gurley. So I like that a lot. I don't Actually, know if you'll see many more signings at this point until after the draft, though. Yeah, do you th- those teams will just wait and let's see 
what falls to me at that position. Like, yeah, is Yeldon still a job? Check out the leftovers. Yeldon will have a job, I think, at some point. You know, as long as Yeldon wants a job, I think Yeldon will have a job. But at this point, he's either. I mean, you haven't even heard much about it. He either wants too much money or just people aren't interested for some reason. But I think he'll have a job. Two two oh eight or TJ Yeldon. Uh, Superflex both teams. Man, if you took Yeldon there, it seems like it could end up being such a value if he ends up in the right situation. But where Mm -hmm. is that situation at this point? Like, tell me the one spot that, and I know it's just a 208, so who knows what's going to happen there. But where's the one spot that all of a sudden, like, you like Yeldon a lot? I mean, there's really, it's it's got to be a committee backfield, right? You think without an established star at running back. Um, So it'd be a really tough spot. It really would be at this point in time because it feels like depth charts are nearly finalized. Yeah, across the board, like maybe Chicago, maybe. So uh, you're not gonna give me a two oh eight? That's cool. Well, I mean, I'll give you the two oh eight. I'll give you a two oh eight. I'll give you a two oh eight for Yeldon. Okay, I think that's fair. I, I think that's probably his price right now. That's rough. Yep. Uh, so a couple other signings that you alluded to that are mostly just depth. Uh, so the Jags did sign Alfred Blue. To, I don't know how he still has a job. He's terrible. Um, to be the backup for Fournette. And then Ryan Grant, uh, formerly of the Colts, are signed by the Raiders. Um, but a, I guess, fantasy favorite uh, folks, Duke Johnson's actually getting some interest in, in terms of the trade market. So the Texans, Jets, and Eagles have all expressed interest in, in taking on Duke Johnson. So I'll start with Swags on this one. For Out of those three teams, uh, which one of those would be the kind of best fit for Duke? Um, man. I don't know. I, I think I think he's worth the most on the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah, I think the what do the Eagles need with like seventeen running backs that all kind of just meh? Like, I mean, am, am I crazy? Just, they all kind of do one what little if I thing. I just don't care. That's fine. You can say Duke's just an asset that doesn't have much value like, anymore. I, I totally fine. I feel like he's a a little bit better than Danny Woodhead ever was, but he doesn't get that much hype that Danny Woodhead got every year. But I think it's like one of those same situations where it's just never going to transpire for more than a few weeks in a row. I mean, when has it? It's just all of a sudden going to now. Mm -hmm. So I'm not super interested. Okay. Woodhead finished like third overall one year. I know it was like from like 10 years years ago. Yeah, but I mean, well, yeah, right now he's not any good. Good Lord. Like, but he, but he had that hype off hurt. that one year for years. But I'm saying, like, Duke Specs finishes an RB, what, 12 or 13 overall? Like, you're saying yeah, he's he not had as a good, good season. But, I mean, no, he had a good season. Fantasy-wise. But that was one year. That was it, dude. That was one. And my one year from Woodhead was way better than yours. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. So, like, so, two I, drinks, same. so you're just arguing that Woodhead's better. <laughs> but I, I'm just, just saying. You just told me that. he wasn't. <laughs> Well, I might take Woodhead right now at home. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that it's one of those situations where if you have Duke, like just hold on a little bit longer, and as soon as he signs, don't like understand that you're holding fool's gold and go find a fool and get rid of it. All right, I like that. I like that. that that's how two I drink. Do you have any differing it. opinion like, there? You know how many people wish that's they fine. sold Danny Woodhead? Yeah. Sorry, two drink. You know what I mean? Over the years, like. And then they could have again no, next year. Sure. And then they could have again next year. And then for whatever reason, they kept talking themselves into holding on to him until he was worthless. And uh, man, I just don't get those kind of situations. Oh, yeah, you got hamstered. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, Texans like Lam- 
Lamar is an RB2. Yeah, I get like, that, though. I know what does. you're saying And, there, and yeah. he can do a little bit of both. Yep. Foreman, Foreman's the pounder. Like, at least Duke has a, somewhat of a clear role I, there. I don't in love the, it on the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah. I mean, Lev, Lev wants to be the receiving. And got Elijah and McGuire got there. And... And just dropping trash rap, you know, rap lyrics. But, I mean, <laughs> McGuire and Duke are fighting for third down work. Like, that's gross. Yeah. And then the Eagles, like I said, I mean... There, there's so many backs there. I, I don't know how you would ever see any sort of volume that mattered to get in a lineup. Mm-hmm. He may want to play there, and that might be a great uh, team move. You know, dream team that worked out great when they when they did that. But yeah, give me the Texans, and then I might I might flip as soon as you give me something like an early second. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, because. I'm actually not even sold Foreman's on the team next year, to be honest, just with how he did not look good in some of the limited playing time they did have. I, I'm just shocker, right? I'm just saying Lamar is clearly still their guy somehow, um, as underwhelming as he has been. Um, Lamar so yeah. isn't the reason they're losing games. Like he does not at all. what they ask of him to do. 100%. And, and more so, and he still doesn't get credit for where he finished. Yep. So. No, for sure. He's a consistent just RB2. Like he's not going to give you RB one weeks for the most part. He's going to give you between nine and fourteen PPR points a week. That's like what he's going to give you, yep. and you should expect that every single week. Um, but I like that that uh, Texans call. Uh, and then a bit of sad news in the NFL, or I should say, in football in general. Uh, the AA- AAF uh, has suspended <laughs> all football operations uh, dating on Tuesday. Um, that was according to uh, Pro Football Talks Mike Florio. So the NFL's minor league system has already shut down before its first season is over. Um, just, <laughs> yeah, and it was really funny. So the XFL put a tweet out yesterday uh, saying we're not shutting our doors, even though they haven't put a you know product on the field yet. Um, yeah, you're even open to it, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if Vince Vince McMahon tweeted that himself, but like just slow your roll a little bit. Let's make sure you actually have players on teams. Full coaches, you know, stadium rights, things like that. Before second, you, second time's a charm for the XFL. It's not like you haven't shut doors before, right? Right. So we'll see what happens there. But yeah, just kind of sad um, that this you know minor league system that was in development and trying to give guys a second chance uh, just shut down after not even completing their first season. So do we do we see any guys make make a move and get signed that actually matter? Like I'm sure uh, there's some depth pieces and line and you know defense special teams, sure. You know, plus they can get them on the cheap just because that's that's what it is. But any anything that matters, like for us fantasy football wise, I would say. I mean, Charles Johnson looked good, man. Like he looked real good playing. I know he was he's like the, he was the star receiver for like the Steve Spurrier offense, but I mean he was Orlando really good. Follows, yeah, yeah, he was looking real good. Um, Champions, by the way, yeah, champions, yeah. So um, I would say he might be one skill player to just keep an eye out because he obviously has an NFL pedigree. Um, but I mean, the quarterbacks weren't really great. I don't think, um, Trent Richardson's not getting a job again, just to not, I, think not Swag's, I think Swag's boy, Josh Johnson might get another backup job. I need 47 running backs to get injured to play. <laughs> it could happen. Could happen. <laughs> um, I but saw yeah. Pete, it was the 53 days, 70 million in the hole. That's why they shut the mm. door. That's not a, that's not a good business plan. No, generally when you lose that much money, it's, that's not a good, I'm not great at math, but I know that's not a good number. That's for sure so let's now move on um so we'll actually talk about some of the players that are going to go on the, uh, jesus that we're talking about some hype train players in a second but before we do let's talk about gt bets i thought i was the one drinking god are you looking for some action on today's games 
then head over to gtbets.eu for all your sports betting needs. Get up-to-date odds covering all major sports. gtbets.eu is easy to use. Their simple registration process will have you placing your first bet in minutes. And if you register today, you can earn up to $500 of free money. Now that's a great reason to head over to gtbets.eu, an official sponsor of the Dynasty Football Factory. Simply add Superflex in the referred by field to earn a 100% welcome bonus. gtbets.eu, it's game time. Steve, did, did you just take a shot of cough medicine during the GT Bets promo? True or bad? No, I should have. I should have, because, yeah. Taking the Tussin, Tussin back. It's another Tussin right. sewed. <laughs> whiskey Tussin. <laughs> That's right. Back to one of the, another Whiskey Tussin episode for sure. Yeah, I know. Oh, good. Next week, Steve, I'm going to drink Whiskey Tussin for you. I think that would be a very entertaining show if that was the case. <laughs> And uh, so use GT bets and DM us if you do, because I don't know anybody that does. I'm just curious. Sorry. <laughs> use that promo code Superflex if you do. Uh, so He's let's good. now get on the hype train. No drop swag. I was looking for the drop. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's it seems like really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, the so. But so we'll go through some players that have we perceive to have increased value from the offseason. Uh, talk about their prospects for 2019 and going forward, and if we are getting on that hype train or leaving it at the station. Uh, the first one might be a bit controversial, but uh, obviously had an increase in value this past offseason with the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, I mean, right now his price is a top three dynasty quarterback. Um, I so am I'll start. all aboard the Baker Mayfield hype train. That's fine. I'll, I'll, let me hear. Let me hear the reasons why. I mean, so many weapons. Uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, you can start with so much hype because if you all of a sudden talk yourself out of Baker Mayfield, you're in a fine situation to be able to move on from him. It's not one of those situations mm-hmm. you really need to talk anybody into. Um, you you just take what I mean. I think. Baker Mayfield finished as quarterback 17 or 19, something like that last year. And that mm-hmm. was with Tyrod Taylor starting a few games. Maybe it was two and a half or whatever, but um, you take uh, starting quarterbacks, what, like 40 or 50 points that Baker probably would have at least had those two weeks and throw it into what he had in his rookie year, add mm-hmm. in these weapons and Callaway's got another year under his belt. And has got more time. They've got Chubb and Hunt. Um, I, I don't care what you think about Callaway and like the Higgins and those guys of the world for your dynasty team, but those are guys that Baker can throw it to, whether you like them or not. I mean, Baker's mm-hmm. got weapons galore. So I guess my question then is, in follow-up to that, can his value even go any higher? Or right now, is, is his value kind of at its peak? Um, well, so I think the, the, it's one of those situations where the only way his value can go higher is for me is if Mahomes has a horrible year for some crazy reason this year or a really bad injury or something like that. Like for me, Mahomes is going to be in front of Baker and then it's uh, Baker and Watson for me still um, with the way they play the pedigree and the youth. And then I go to Aaron Rodgers still. I don't mind the age at that point, but yeah, there's, there's really not much room in rankings for me for I don't, I don't think i would i can't foresee me putting baker ahead of mahomes but okay. I don't two know. drink are you, are you on that hype train i'm definitely on the hype train i don't have him at two 
but every time I look at it, I uh, feel like I could move him up pretty easily. Currently, he is at four for me behind Mahomes. I still have Rodgers up there and Watson. So still respectable I can, as hell, you know. For sure, I uh, we there's a there's a group of us at Dynasty Football Factory that we are making the case for, and what we're doing is trying to get uh, one player at each position um, to be the number one overall asset at that at that position. So um, I got Mahomes, which kind of makes it easy, but <laughs> the, the guys make some good you know good good arguments for some of these players. One of the ones I'm going to pull out about Baker um, at DFF underscore Shane actually wrote this this one. But the Browns added Todd Munkin, you know, offensive coordinator. He got more than five thousand yards, you know, out of out of the Bucks starter, whether it be Fitzpatrick or Winston. Um, coming from a strong coaching base in the air raid system, which obviously Baker likes to do. That's how we saw Baker excel at the end of the year last year when they start spreading out. And Kitchens went to Baker and said, "How, you know, what do you want to do? How how do we want to run this and and spread it out?" So. I mean, if Baker gets to 5,000 yards, I mean, we freaked out because Mahomes got 5,000. And I know it was more because of the 50 touchdowns for sure. But man, Baker has so much potential. And I, again, every time I look at it, like, I, is that the best weapons in the league, top to bottom? Uh, it's got to be up there. It's definitely arguably, yeah. arguably, but I, I, we haven't seen it work together, right? Like, the chemistry hasn't worked together. But like, those guys play together in college and even, you know, even farther back than that. And like, uh, not AAU, what, Pop Warner Pop or Warner, whatever, huh? you know, high school, middle school games, I mean, forever. So, like, chemistry is there, you know what I mean? And, and their wide receivers on the same side, I think they will make, make both guys better, which is a little scary. Mm-hmm. Like, And we didn't even mention, like, at some point, Kareem Hunt will come back. Like, maybe it's yeah. not fantasy relevant, but, uh, you know what I mean, for, for Baker, I think team. it still has, yeah. a, has a little little plus. I, I, I don't have a problem saying that Baker will be, you know, two by the end of the year for me. Mm-hmm. I do I just I'll probably wait a few weeks into the season to see it. You know, I don't I don't feel bad like Swag said respectable. I have him at four. Like I'm not missing the boat on him, but I mean last year I had Mahomes at nine when we did that drill going into the season. Mm-hmm. You both kind of mocked me for it. You know what I mean? So like we're I think we're it's a little bit of a Mahomes effect that we don't want to be, you know, that far behind it, but we just see all these weapons and good lord. Yeah. yeah. We but we liked him before Odell Beckham no. signed there, you know. So right. Definitely. But I mean, that just kind of put him over the top. I think if OBJ is not there and it's the same pieces going in, we're probably talking about Mayfield as a, you know, a, a quarterback eight, 12, you know what I mean? Probably closer to somewhere in there. You mm-hmm. add, you add to me the number one dynasty ass, you know, one quarterback dynasty asset and OBJ to that team. And, and I, yeah, that, that puts you into that for you too. For me, four, I think what Steve, you have him at four or five. I have him four. Yep. I have him four. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what a guy like OBJ does. Yeah, for that's sure. That's what a guy like Tyreek Hill not being, you know, if something happens and that goes through with the police and he's not playing, that's, you know, it has the reverse effect on Mahomes big time. So, like, I, I'm, man, yeah. I mean, if, if Tyreek's not there, like, let's just hypothetical say that comes down and Tyreek's suspended or removed, almost like Kareem Hunt, like the Chiefs are just out and we're not going to see him this year. How far does Mahomes bump down or did you leave him there? I think you can't leave in that one. Right, they have that total field structure, um, and it's it's Sammy Watkins and Kelsey, kind of the intermediate range, and then not a whole lot else. Uh, so yeah, I think I would drop Mahomes. Swags, does Baker go to go to one if something like that were to happen for you, quarterbacks? No, no I'll leave okay. Mahomes alone. Honestly, I mean, to so see it without it. Yeah, man. I guess I think that so Andy Reid system find ways to get guys open. Like it's still not the most dynamic, but and hopefully something happens with Watkins. Tough. You know and. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Mahomes seemed like a badass. Some of those throws that he was making, man, like that that was him. You know, it's nice to have receivers you trust, don't get me wrong, but he was the one making those crazy ass throws. So let's correct. So let's let's pause here for a second. I'm gonna throw another wrench in this plan. And it's a big if I get it, so don't grill me on this. But let's say Sammy plays 15, 16 games this season. Ooh. Okay. Oh, so tempting. We we just saw not that long ago by Matt Stafford led team Golden Tate and Marvin Jones finished as wide receiver 12 13, I think. Right? And, and full PPR there. Finished at 12 13. With Mahomes throwing the ball and those guys healthy, Tyreek and Sammy, like, can both of those guys be wide receiver once? And Kelsey's still there too. Is there enough to go around? That defense is bad and got worse. I think historically that hasn't worked out to have a top five tight end plus two wide receiver ones. I don't think the math has worked out previously. I think Sammy can be a top 20 receiver. I think that's well within the realm of possibility. Um, But wide receiver one, I don't think that's in the, the cards if they all play 16 games. No, no Tyreek and a healthy Sammy all year. How high does Sammy get then? Top 10. Swags? Uh, man, I, I can't put Sammy that high. Because you know he's not going to play 16 games. <laughs> um, well, I just, even if he does, I, uh, what if he doesn't next year? Yeah, it's just like the, the absolute value, you know? And yeah, I don't know if I believe him to even be a top 10 wide receiver, even on his best days at this point with all the other talent in the league. Um, definitely, like, makes the conversation. But, I mean, at this point, like, you can... Get him for an arm and a leg still, you know, even with the Tyreek news, like like Ty- Sammy's cheap enough for me to enjoy at this point. If he gets much more expensive, it's no fun anymore. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one because I, I get the potentials there and everything we just said about Mahomes, but I don't know. I just don't trust it, man. He's probably going to burn me. I hope so. I hope he burns you. <laughs> How many you're, shares you're do you have? You're, you've been that truther. I don't have any lot, at this right? point. I would say I'm probably at sixty percent plus. Okay. I, I I hesitate to say seventy five. That's what it feels like, but that feels a little little too much because there's a few I don't. But yeah, more probably more than I should for a while. It was the same things have Jarvis Landry on them too. So it's both your, those guys, guys. it'll finally be my year. Yeah, it'll be my year. You guys are your guys. You guys are in trouble. I like you that. Yeah, but you stick by your guns, man. I, I appreciate that. Like they're your guys. You want them on your team. And you have them on your team. Like that's just that's part of dynasty. Like you get your guys no matter what. And there's and there's a good chance you can't come get them from me. Exactly. Yeah, they're gonna be on your team until you know something unforeseen happens. Um. So next one, let's now move to Derrick Henry. So obviously finished the season really strong. Uh. And there's word now that the Titans again are gonna run the offense through Derrick Henry. So we've heard this before, <laughs> clearly, clearly uh, heard this before in a bunch of places. Um, so what do you think, Two Drink? Are you hopping on the, uh, the Derrick Henry train for 2019 and, and in the future? <sighs> Probably not as much as, as as I'm seeing out there. I see uh, Dion Lewis is kind of accepting a complimentary role or is at least playing the good teammate right now. Um, I think they're going to run it, Henry, though, right? Last year? Sure. Is this the last year on Henry's deal? Like... Is there any reason the Titans don't just say, you know what? Let's one last time. Here's 340 carries this year, Henry. You yeah. know what I mean? Run I mean nobody believes Mariota can throw it anyways because he can't feel anything. Yeah, Henry was uh, in 2016 draft class. This would be his fourth year. Yeah, it's a second round pick. This would be the last year of his deal. Yeah, so they'd have to extend him or just like we see with, with teams that think running backs don't matter, we'll use them and then they'll draft another one in 2020. You know what I mean? like or, or give them a cheap deal if they'll take it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for for next year though, would you be buying then? If you're looking, if you're a, it's probably more than I want. It's probably more than I want, but I, I totally get how he has, you know, RB, what, seven, eight potential. Uh, It's probably more like 14, 15 is, is, is kind of where that ceiling is, Mm -hmm. or at least how we feel comfortable with it. But I can see that happening. I mean, good Lord, he roasted it the last, what, three weeks. Yeah. He was a monster. Total monster. It was like the girly the the year before, or what two years before, we're in fantasy playoffs. He had like a hundred points in three games. Like I think Henry got that in two. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, so swag, same question, man. Are you on Derrick Henry hype train, or are you selling? Um, that's a tough one. I would buy Derrick Henry now. Like I sold him to you at the end of last season. I sometimes mm-hmm. wish I didn't. <clears throat> um, I think I'll be fine with it next year, come the draft class, but. Um. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind owning Derrick Henry. I I agree with Two Drink. Um, they could probably run the guy into the ground. I think he's gonna have a great year. I think they're gonna run the ball a lot there, and, uh-huh. and I think it's gonna be Derrick Henry doing it. So hell yeah, why not? Still a young guy. Um, he's gonna have if all that holds true, like somebody like you, Steve, would have no problem getting out of him if you wanted to. If you're worried about what's gonna happen at the end of next year, but chances are he's gonna be around the NFL for a while. Yeah, I think he's a unique enough talent, almost like a Brandon Jacobs, to where they'll either bring him back or at the, on the Titans for a cheaper deal, or he can find a home somewhere else. Like I, I think someone will want that big body back that's got that breakaway speed. So yeah, I, I definitely think he's a pretty good um, buy right now um, for 2019 and going forward. Yeah, but then it's like Sammy too. Like uh, I'll move to another running back. Oh, sorry. Right. I was just kind of comparing it to Sammy too. Like just kind of some of that same similar disappointments where. I don't know. I want it to happen, but then if it does, how long does it last? What happens next? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah so I'm buying it. One year wonder, wonder deal. I buy it more than the next guy on our list. Walker Camry straight up. Do what? Not like me, because you know me. Would you? Would you trade me, Sammy? And I get Derek Henry. So, I straight up. To drink. You asked me if I would trade you. If I would take Derek Henry and give you Sammy Watkins. Correct. And Straight I up. think in most cases I would. And that, but like, the, here's the thing though: Derrick Henry is always also that running back on my team, who's probably expendable. So I want to trade him to you to get your Sammy Watkins on my team. No chance. Because you're so deep at wide receiver, and I'm so deep at running back. I don't so really, deep. I don't really need to get so Derrick deep. Henry for. I need Sammy Watkins on my team a little bit more right now because I have other running backs in front of Derrick Henry. If I bring him onto my team. And I will to. say that you have never listened to me if you're going to offer me that and I want to throw punch you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just don't know if we're going to be able to work it out. But I think this that, is not a trade we're going to make, my friend. Okay, so if we were in a startup and our teams were not established yet and we don't have any needs, I would take Derrick Henry for your Sammy Watkins. Deal. Yeah, I would. Pulled it. But, but, like it, it. but I'm guessing, like I said, in that hypothetical situation, you and me, like, our terms of this deal probably wouldn't get done. No, that makes sense. With how our teams probably sit. 100%. All right, let's now move to our, our next AFC South running back in Marlon Mack. So there's been talk of Frank Wright calling him a three-down back. We saw some goodness last year from him. I mean, what do we think about Marlon Mack going forward, Swags? Um, I'm not super interested, to be honest with you. Kind of still curious what's actually going to happen. Um, I still feel like Naheem Hines is the safer way to go in a PPR league to be honest with you but I think they're gonna give I think they're gonna give Marlon 
Mac the ball, it sounds like. He's done well with his production while he's had opportunities. He just usually doesn't have them very long before he's hurt or something happens to where somebody else, what, Wilkins will have the ball or something? But I don't know. Yeah. Yep. I don't think he belongs on this list. <laughs> Fair enough. I get why the I get why the hype train is there though. Absolutely. You know, another, another running back didn't come in. Uh, Max never met a guy I like, but it is intriguing with as as good as that offensive line is. And I I know Funches is there, but I still feel like they add a weapon, uh, you know, wide receiver into this mix, and and then we can stop talking about Funches. That would be cool. But uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of with. I think Kynes feels safer in a in a PPR format. Uh, you know, as like my second running back. Um, because of how I build teams, so I, I'd rather wait. But I, I get the people that that want to say, you know, Mac is can be what RB middle RB two. Do you think it gets higher than that, Steve? I think he's a mid RB two uh, if he stays healthy. I mean, we we saw those explosive games last year where he put up you know over a hundred yards and a couple touchdowns, you know, in each week, which was pretty damn impressive. Um, can he hold that? You know, and can he stay healthy? That's the big question to your point, Swags. So I don't think that's really what. Uh, he's built for. I mean, I don't think he's built for that, you know, bell cow role. But mm. so I, I kind of like that that Heinz point that you brought up there to drink that he Heinz is the safer play going forward. Yep, I stole it from Swags, but I'm I'm gonna take credit for it too. <laughs> it's all good. We're sharing credit here. We share credit. Everything. It's mine. <laughs> Damn it! Now I need to I, listen to the show just to know what you stole. I took. From me. I took your good your good take, the one you've had so far. I stole it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> No, we both agreed on Naheem Hines. Oh, you don't have to listen guy. now. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I gave it to you. I'll listen. Carry on, Johnson. That's your boy. That's yeah, the next guy. The hype train list. But we I talked do. about him before. Wait. Let's admit, let's skip carry on because we talked about him before with yeah. the CJ. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's let's talk about a uh, a second year receiver now in DJ Moore. So obviously had some really nice high points last year um, as a rookie coming in for the Panthers. It's going into year two. World is his oyster, so to speak, on that team now with Funch is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we think about him, Swag? Um, what do you guys think about him? You paid to go first, so um, you get to go. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on where expectations are for him. I I would love to own DJ Moore on my teams if I can get him for an imaginative wide receiver two value and not that we're all of a sudden going to put him in the upper – tiers i don't think that he's that i think he's a wide receiver 20 to 28 year in year out wide receiver two i just don't think that it he's going to be more in that system so but i think about as productive as funchess ever was in that because that's usually where you know he kind of finished in that range or less yeah like so you just think he'll probably have more seasons as that though you know what i mean like i think he's their guy they found their wide receiver i just don't know if I mean, I don't think they're going to give you that Steve Smith production. They've got so many weapons there, too. Go get some Curtis Samuel. Yeah, there you go. I think you'll get very similar production out of Curtis Samuel, but for so much cheaper. Yeah. It's a really good call. Really good call to drink. I yep. like that a lot. Got, got yep. one. Got, got it. one. Like I'm, it. I'm stealing that one. Nope, Steve. too late. Oh, we, they all heard it. Works. <laughs> <laughs> Taking that. That's mine. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's stick with the second-year wide receivers here and talk about Christian Kirk uh, out in Arizona. So obviously oh. there's a good, good chance he's got a new quarterback. Um, so I think that inherently increases his value. So Fair. we'll start with we'll start with two drink on this one. What's your thoughts on Christian Kirk? Uh, I've definitely been the lowest on Kirk out of this group, I feel like. I will agree that 
Um, I think just the offensive system in general should lean itself to to a little bit, you know, more Kirk. And if it's Kyler Murray, I mean, when it's Kyler Murray, because that's legit. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bump, but I will take him, you know, third out of you know more that we just talked about, and the guy we'll talk about in a minute, and Godwin. I mean, like I would I would probably rank that uh, Godwin more Kirk. No, nope, more Godwin Kirk. Yeah, that's no, you, better. You, you had it, you had it right the first time, but it's okay. no, no, I fixed it. Okay, Swags, what, what's your thought on Kirk? Um, I I like Christian Kirk. That's I think a little bit more than you guys. Uh, you can't put him above more value wise, though. Um, I don't know, man. I'm interested to see what they do. I think that that team's going to be passing the ball a lot. I think they're going to be airing it out. I, I like Christian Kirk for those reasons. He was doing very well before his injury last year. Um. I hope that Larry Fitzgerald stays healthy this year on the field. I think that'll help Christian Kirk a lot too. I expect a better year for Larry Fitzgerald this year. I think he wants Agreed. to go out with a bang. So mm-hmm. that will a couple Christian more years Kirk for the time being. And I think that there'll be a nice, nice window to get Christian Kirk this year still in, but I love him in dynasty. I, I try to get him in all my leagues if I can. So do you think he's like a, what? 75, a thousand yard six touchdown guy going forward kirk uh, i mean those numbers can get you in some pretty decent like wide receiver territory you know like mm-hmm. um seems a little high for me but i don't mind it with, like 800 and something yards a couple of years ago just because of his touchdowns and receptions right. and everything um that so I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities for him this next couple of years to be honest with you but it, it all has to click you know but mm-hmm. yeah, if he's getting anywhere from seven hundred to nine hundred yards, like I'm happy with that production. Does he does he have more total yards than Larry Fitz next year? Next year, yeah. I don't think so, man. I think that like if I've been going he's around still and yeah, fail. man, I want some Larry Fitzgerald. I you guys know me very well, and I hate to have players retire on my team, but I want Larry Fitzgerald. Let's that guy, Larry Fitzgerald. I want him to retire <laughs> on my teams this year. I, I think he's gonna help us out a lot and get him cheap, man. Get him, him real cheap, I think. Get him before the season yep. starts and he's like a top top twelve wide receiver all year long. Steve, do you think he, he surpasses Fitz this year or is it still Larry? <laughs> I think Larry wants to go out on his own terms, so I think he has it one last real good year in him. Especially if he's got a new quarterback, I think Larry, he's gonna. Larry ain't yeah. down, y'all. Like that, he's got a couple more. I think I think Larry will see Larry have a good year this year and see that the team is growing in the right direction and that maybe maybe they're you know probably not one more year away from competing, but you know what I mean. Like I think he could see it, not not this this roughness that that we've seen so far. Yeah. Right. If it's a bad year, then Larry probably walks away. You know what I mean? They go yep. forward and twelve or whatever, he's done. But if they're playoff contention and miss it or something, you know, somewhere in that range, he's coming back. It's just so hard to see receivers. He'll be what next season? He'd be what thirty six. Yep. God, like I, I can't see how many receivers are besides Jerry Rice. Like how many receivers were good that late in their career? Like it's just it's so few, so so few. But could be could happen, man. Larry's one of the all time greats. Takes good care of his body. That's for sure. And he's found his Tom niche. Brady avocado ice cream diet. <laughs> yeah. He's going to play in his 40s. Tom Brady know. ice cream with avocados sounds weird. <laughs> that it does. It's like <laughs> the weirdest Ben and Jerry's flavor you ever had in your life. Tom, Tom Brady avocado. Yeah. What's crazy is that stuff would sell out too. Dude, it would sell the shit like people out. Are 
crazy. You can you can pay us for that, the royalties for that one, Jerry's yep. when you produce that. So somebody you heard here because you guys listen to Sean McVay and Ben and Jerry's all listen to the Superflex pod. Tell your friends this is the coolest crap around. Do it. Oh, shit, they're gonna steal our idea now. Yep. Yeah. We called it trademark. If you just say it, it's trademarked, right? That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. We'll talk about it later. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I, I didn't know if I should have brought bring this guy up, but I think I have to just yeah, because dude. of all the buzz. I had to. Uh, so Chris Godwin, obviously hearing ton of buzz about him. He's been my Hard boy for her. for a while. Um. So yeah, I mean, obviously with no no D Jacks there anymore, no Adam Humphreys there anymore in Tampa. Now, there's a lot of love on, on going around the fantasy community for Chris Godwin. Bruce Arians thinks he might be able to catch 100 balls this year. Obviously, that's probably a little bit of hyperbole, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so we'll start with Swags in this one. Clearly top billing there. Uh, Swags, what's uh, what's your thought on Chris Godwin, man? Are you buying the hype? Um, I mean, the, the price is out of hand at this point, but I think that, I mean, it's just pat yourself on the back on this one, I think. I think he's going to have a great season and everything. I... I don't want to pay this price to get him. I think that if you were the guy that has already acquired him or held on to him, like, yeah, I mean, you did very good. And, you know, you could probably even trade out of him and still do good with that, even if he has a good career at this point. But, yeah, give me some Mike Evans, you know. Um, this <laughs> this Chris Godwin is, is just a little too pricey for me right now. But, yeah, yeah dude, it, it sounds like they're going to use him, man. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the one the thing I was <laughs> the one thing I was apprehensive about was oh, Jordan close. Jordan last week last week when Jordan said the hit rate for day two receivers was so damn low that it got me a little concerned but um, yeah I'm super excited for him I, I like his all around package in terms of skill set uh, I think he's more than a one trick pony not just a deep threat like Evans really was to start his career uh, oh. he's really he can run a lot of the different routes is really good season is a one trick pony i don't want to say one trick pony for evans but you watch him play i mean he's got a ton of go up and get it balls which clearly he, at six five ish six six yeah i mean a be five, those plays. A five like, 11 yeah. db how do i get the ball to my six five guy i throw it up right. in the air and let him out jump like it's not exactly. it's not his fault that he's big and can out jump people like for sure no, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that's, that's why that's why he should be having double digit touchdowns every single year but for some reason it didn't happen like two out of the last four years didn't happen which James. right but and one one new year was nine give him a break steve true good point good point but that what was it, 2000, it was it 2015 his his sophomore year he had like three touchdowns it was gross so he, he's put up a stinker year too um but yeah no evans is a good player good. man he's definitely good. a good player Steve, you being you being the Godwin guy, are you are you riding it out? Is there is there peak va- there's peak value still to come? I'm riding it out. Um, Just treating them as stocks. There's a there's yeah. a higher price tag coming. I think there could be you know halfway through this year if he's neck to neck with Evans in terms of targets. I I don't want to say they'll be on equal footing in the dynasty community, but I think they'll be a lot closer than they have been. And then at that point, you could potentially pull the trigger and sell. Man. I think you get a lot today. A ton today. You can I think definitely you can only today. go down. Well, you don't think even if he has a hot start, people no. just say, "Okay, this is what we expect." From uh, no, court. yeah, I think it's one of those things where, um, like Tyler Lockett, it's just 
no matter what the production is there, he's never going to hold that value like um, Curtis Samuel to DJ Moore. No matter how close they finish the year together, they, they're never going to have the same draft capital like Emmanuel Sanders to Demarius Thomas in their heydays, like when they were finishing back to back. But Demarius mm. Thomas is still going to go a few rounds ahead of him. Like, I think it's just the way it is. That's a good point. So, That's a good point. Yeah, the Robin to the Batman yeah, normally doesn't yeah, see that yeah. giant increase in yeah. value. So it's a good point, Swag. Yep. Uh, last one I throw on here is a name that I think was in deeper leagues for sure, uh, but Trey Quinn. So coming into the season, looks like he's going to be the slot man in Washington uh, for whoever is going to be throwing him the ball, um, replacing Jamison Crowder. So to drink, any thoughts about Trey Quinn being an actual valuable fantasy asset going forward? I still think we're talking about a pretty deep league. You know, 12 teams that are trying to start, you know, probably 10 plus positions, you know what I mean, with a lot of flexes before he's going to make your roster with any kind of consistency. Uh, the Washington receivers are a mess. They've been a mess for quite a while now. And I feel like they're probably going to bring another piece in there too. You know, I'm not sure that it's super early, but this is a very deep class there. Um, and we're going to see a two headed monster. Apparently of Adrian Peterson and guys with whatever quarterback is back there. There's talks that they're getting Rosen, you know, even with case there, there's talks that they're going to draft one depending on, you know, where they're at. Like, uh, I, I, I don't want to pay for Trey Quinn. I guess kind of like what he was saying for Godwin. I know it's not nearly on the same price, but even for what it is, I don't know that it's going to be worth it to me. Right. He was free a few days ago. That's true. Yep. Right. And now I probably got to give what a late second, early third. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say late second. I agree. And, And like you said, I mean, that team's been a mess. I mean, if Doxon and Crowder couldn't be relevant, eh, I don't know, man. Watch Trey Quinn's probably going to kill it. <laughs> I think I'd rather wait in my rookie draft and, and, and take a shot with one of those guys, even in the second round, once yeah. I know their landing situation yeah. and, and, and feel just fine about it when they're probably producing about the same next year. So, yep. 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 All right. So before, before, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> before we get into our all super flex trade segment, let's talk about the scouting Academy. All right. Get your tussing out. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs, and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Guess which one of us didn't use the messaging cup for the Tussin? <laughs> I'm going to say two drink. Yep. Well, you knew. It was for the listeners, dude. You you watched. Oh, oh I know. Spoiled it. Spoiled it so fast. Sorry. Sorry. I should have. Stay have off the Tussin, dude. Red alert for the for. Spoilers. More whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell them red alert. You can't tell them red alert. Spoilers after you already said it, dude. I know. I'm saying going forward. Going forward, we'll have to have Swags have the drop ready for me. <laughs> there you go. Solid. He'll know. He'll know more, when it's coming. More whiskey. Deal. Yeah. All right. So Superflex trades. Let's hit the first one up from <laughs> Jesus. You you went back to the crazy name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at Tasku Todd. Uh, twelve team half point PPR league Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold, uh, the twenty nineteen two three two five 
and a 2020 first and second, he thinks likely wow. an early pick. Hmm. So that's a whole lot of assets for Baker Mayfield. Sure is. Including another good young quarterback. <sighs> man, oh man. I mean, yeah, you just can't do it. a lot it. of pieces. It is a lot of pieces, but I mean, last week we had like, hypothetically Sam Darnold with actual NFL assets and we still led to Baker. So I don't want to get too excited about a second, two second round picks with Sam Darnold this year and then waiting for my 2021st next year. That's I mean, fair. it's tough. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Baker. I agree. I, I like the, the reasoning there swags too. Like Baker, I, I, he's a top five quarterback for all of us. Right. I mean, Darnold, we yeah. think is a fringe fringe Hold QB on. too at this point. Right. Fringe QB two for Darnold. So even if those you know twenty twenty picks turn out to be you know one three, um, will that be able to equal a, a top five dynasty quarterback? I don't think so. I don't think it will. So I, I will stick with the, with the Baker Mayfield side as well. And we just you, talked Mr. about and we just talked about Baker. How we think uh, you know he he at least has a chance to to be one or you know probably more like two for a lot more people maybe going into next year. I'm gonna clean sleep it for us on the on the on the Baker train here, but 66% wants Donald and the other pieces, and over 300 votes. So that's <laughs> one of the reasons I grabbed this one because I was like, I think you guys are both going Baker, and then I see Steve Steve on it calling Baker. Anyways, yep, yes, sir. All right, next one from at Dynasty underscore Dpeat. Oh, uh, the 2019 1.02 or Josh Rosen and the 1.06. We'll start with two drink on this one. I think we should start with Steve on this one. Oh, first. I'm curious From, to know what you guys think on this one. I'm taking Rosen. I I still believe, man. I, I think he's going to be starting quarterback in the league. I think he's going to be starting quarterback in the league for a long time. Um, so I I, I think the difference mm-hmm. in picks is negligible in this draft. I, I don't think there's one a consensus one besides outside of Kyler Murray. So in, in a super flex league, two through six can be very similar players depending on team need. Um. So I, I'll take the the player in the league right now. I know currently he has a starting job, doesn't expect to have yeah. one in a couple of weeks, but I do think Rosen is still a valuable dynasty asset, and I'll, I'll take that in the 106. Yeah. Swax. Yeah, I you agree. Yeah, stuff. well said. All right, so 101 in this draft. Let's say this draft is going on, and 101's on the board, and they take Nikhil Harry. Now, Who's going to do Murray, that, though? I think that we will still see that in plenty. Maybe not in some you think leagues. Kyle, you think you're going to get Kyler Murray at 102? Is what you're saying? That's that's what I'm saying. I'm okay. Let's let's say somebody pulls the trigger on Harry because they have Mahomes and Watson and Baker on their <laughs> team or something stupid already. I mean, I would still take Murray and trade him, but that's besides right. the point. But Nikhil Harry goes one. Uh, now Kyler Murray's sitting there. Do you still make this trade? Is Kyler nah. Murray better than so? And Kyler Murray's on the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. And we can you can put Rosen wherever you want to. Let's okay. put Rosen on the Giants because it's open, right? Uh, well, uh, okay. Where do you want Where's to put Haskins? Him? Put him on the put him. Let's put all right. Let's put Rosen on the Redskins because that feels good, and I I hate both situations. So <laughs> that makes it feel better. Haskins can go to the Giants. Okay, all right. So, so one hundred two. Do you think I can get Haskins at the one hundred six? Six. I think so. I I think we may see that in a few, especially in in some you know not as shark leagues. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think so, you will definitely see Haskins to that one hundred six range. So. You're saying Rosen and if I Haskins feel like I mean I maybe have Murray. a shot, dude. It might okay. be kind of fun. It's a gamble. Yeah, but no, I like where you had that. And then I mean, if, two starters for the price of one. Yeah, yep. and then if I mean for me at that point, then say Haskins goes at 105. I mean, I'll get my favored 
running back at whatever landing spot he's at, you know? Fair. Okay. Yep. Like it. But I'm gonna I, give you I get what you're saying though, man. If you could get one oh two if Murray was there and you're in your rookie draft today, like would you do it? All right, I'm gonna give you Haskins and Rosen. Right. You you let that happen. Yeah, I'll do that for Murray. All right. So, so Rosen and Haskins and a twenty twenty first or Baker Mayfield. Steve. This is not on the Steve. Just making Rosen's stuff up now. Haskins. So Rosen Haskins <laughs> and your twenty twenty first for Baker. Yeah. I don't think Rosen or Haskins has the upside of Baker at this point. Even if Haskins lands on the Giants, I don't think it's that team's ready to win anytime soon. I'll take Baker. It's a t- it's close, but I'll take Baker. It's a lot of assets, a lot of young assets too. So um, I would take Baker's side, yeah, for sure. Me too. I was trying. All right, cool. Uh, what's I, the poll? What's the poll say right now? Rosen in one hundred six at seventy percent. 445 votes. Nice work. Yeah. I think because it's like you, like we said before, I think because 102 to 106 seem very bunched for a lot of these super flex drafts coming and, up. And for note from me, I'm going to take Rosen and 106 on this side if I didn't make that clear. I didn't say that because you should not get Kyler Murray at 102. If, uh, if I would take Rosen and 106, and if I saw uh, Harry go at one and two was there, I would probably freak out and throw more than I should, but try to keep these pieces. Yeah. I got to work. Good call. Out. It's a good call. Uh, next one from at Gino G Hill. Jordan Howard, the 2.02 and 3.07, or a 2020 mid to late first. Uh, let's start with Swags on this one. Um, I'll take the 2020 first for sure. I'll, uh, yes. I feel kind of yes, bad. Yes, I like yes. want to give Jordan Howard side more. Like, just like, to thank <laughs> yes. you. Like, I'll send the peanuts. Yep. <laughs> send the peanuts. <laughs> 100% agree. Also the same, uh, but only 52% taking that 2021st. Someone in play with it, I guess. It's all those crazy <sighs> Philly peanuts. Yeah, I think it's Shane. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shane's in but, so many leagues. Yeah. He can vote on all those. Um, I like it. But I, I think people are overestimating Jordan Howard's skill level as an NFL running back. He, In terms of NFL skill, he's a below average NFL running back. Like if but you want... His situation still like at least got better. Like the Bears didn't want him. At least, although the Eagles gave up nothing, like that's not their fault. Like they at least want him there, right? Like his situation got a little better. But what what's his upside? Eight fifty and six this year, Jordan Howard, like a flex, and he's not going to catch the ball. So in PPR I mean, leagues, he's like Jai wasn't awful when healthy. He just wasn't healthy a lot, right? Like, no, and I yeah for sure I could see him being very comparable to that. Um, but like I said, I don't see him being a comfortable RB2 for my team this entire year. Like, ha- I can't see that happening. Howard over Jai, fire takes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Howard over a guy that has no team or might not have a team for the rest of his career. Yeah. Well, like you again, you spoiled it. You don't have to tell him that. Okay. So, gosh, I'm, I'm off my game tonight. Sorry, fellas. Steve, Steve. Uh, what's the poll say? Two drink? 52% want the first. Oh, gosh. There's some Howard truthers. All, all Shane. All Shane. It is. Yeah. On it's yeah. all, all, his, all, it's all his DFF handles, yep. Even the, the second counts. time I told you. <laughs> Dude, you right, saw him from- slamming that Tussin. Right. With no whiskey to counteract it. <laughs> next one from at Nick Naki. <laughs> Where you, I'm just moving on. I'm moving on from the whiskey Tussin comments. It's, Do it. Yeah. Put so hair on your chest. Full, full PPR league. Uh, Todd Gurley and Ben Roethlisberger or... 
a bunch of favorites on this show. Man, Darius Geis. A bunch of pieces, eh? Chris Godwin, Rashad Penny, and Jimmy Garoppolo. This is for you guys. Yep. Oh, for I, us? I voted. I voted on uh, on Twitter, so I can I can. What skip. side I can did you go? Stuff. No, go ahead and uh, do yours then, Steve. Sure. I, I went the girly side. I did, even though I'm in love with two of those pieces in Geis and Godwin. Um, I don't want Rashad Penny anywhere near my team. <laughs> Penny. <laughs> so the fact that he's a piece in this just turns me off. Uh, I think Big Ben and Jimmy G, at least for the next year or two, will be very similar quarterback assets. Um, and that's kind of my window I'm looking at. Uh, and Gurley is just uh, – I think this is a, oh, a damn good offer too. to buy low on Gurley. Yep. Yeah, I like Gurley a lot. Still the top five overall dynasty asset. So, yeah. Oh, oh girl. You're going that way, <clears> too. <throat> I, it's close to me. Um, it's, yeah, if, there's a lot of nice pieces, dude. If I had more clarity on guys, we didn't have some of this bad news where – them you know re-signing adrian peterson like we, we've seen it and i've said it before like ap is not going to be happy with three carries a game like he's going to cause a ruckus that's not gonna be a good situation i don't care how good of friends guys in apr like during the off season that's that's not how this works so um if i had a little bit more there i'd be inclined to go that way but i'll go girly and big ben too um i don't i don't feel great about it but 72 percent uh, and over 350 votes want all the pieces. They're freaking out about Gurley because I'm not in love with Big Ben, but that's a lot. That's a big swing on that side. And when I saw Steve, I saw you go that Gurley side because I do remember that now. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of going to go that way too. I just I wonder why the, the number's so far the other way. Yeah, so I think it's fascinating because the Redskins are going to be bad next year. They're going to be a legit bad team, I think. Um, and, and with that, typically running backs don't perform well on bad teams. So as as much as we like Geis in terms of a talent, I just don't know how much production is actually going to be there next next year. I mean, AP with over 1,000 yards rushing last year, but is there 1,500, 1,600 you know, rushing yards between the two of them? You know what I mean? For this year coming up. And it's, you got to hope. And, yeah. it's, and it's split where we don't even know it. You know what I mean? Or they're both just you know, borderline RB twos, you know, every week because they just get enough and whoever gets the touchdown is the one you should have started. Plus you have, you know, Chris Thompson catching the ball too. Like it's, it's still a committee backfield potentially. I mean, do y'all, um, do y'all feel like AP isn't going to step back or do you think the talent of guys will just out like weigh that if he's, you know, fully healthy? Do you think he'll be fully healthy? I hope he's fully healthy. I, I think we saw him, you know, do some of the running stuff, but uh, hard to say until we see him in pads. I mean, if he can get through training camp, I, I will be very, very excited. Yeah, Adrian Peterson was definitely insurance. I mean, it, it worries you a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. You have to think at some point they, they want to see their guy in guys and see what he's got. They'll hopefully coach the team and let Adrian Peterson walk if he's not happy with it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, and the poll said what? Sorry, it was seventy uh, percent on the pieces side. Is that what you said? Yep, okay, seventy-two. Cool. I think. Yep. Just checking. Um, <laughs> ne- next one from at picks Nathan's uh, makes you want a hot dog. Actually, um, talking about Nathan's hot dogs, mm-hmm. delicious. Surprise uh, so, or better? Yeah, hot dog eating contest. Oh my gosh! Uh, Twelve team superflex league. So there are no quarterbacks in this trade, but he did point out it's superflex. Uh, Brandon Cooks, the one dot oh nine and two twenty twenty seconds. Um, or is that two twenty twenty first? I think it's, it's two, I think it's twenty twenty second. Yeah, there's yeah. picks, you know. So yeah. anytime in a super flex league, I mean, if there's picks, like 
picks. At 109 is a quarterback. It's pushed if back, you want so it. you have better yeah. talent at 109. Or, yeah, maybe you get a quarterback at 109. So, so I get I that. I mean, one. I'm not a fan of Locke, but I see people that, that are. And if he's taken at 10 overall by the Broncos, I could see somebody liking their guy and, and needing a quarterback and taking him at 109. I think he's probably closer to the – the you know the the one eleven one twelve you mm-hmm. know two turn for most people that's a little high for me because I'm not a lock fan but I, I bet you I have could to respect bet. it top ten draft pick I, I bet mean, I could bet what side you're taking on this trade though the other side's OBJ by the way Wait, I don't think I pointed that out so the other side is is Odell Beckham Jr. I mean you should definitely know which side I'm taking it's the side <laughs> yeah, yeah. that everybody should take yeah I right. take that side as well if if you I'd take the you cooks, yeah. I might give you more. 87% check out Dow. I just, as well. Right? Jesus. Maybe the second one. The first one's pretty cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a second one yet, so the, un, the unknown is maybe giveable for, for Odell. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But yeah, I'm on the Odell side also. Yeah, clean sweep. Uh, he said 87% was Odell. So um, Some of you guys are getting smarter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Odell, after going to Cleveland, is now, like you said, a top three non-superflex dynasty asset. No, forward. I said number one. Steve. I know you said one. I'm saying consensus. Well, the rest they should listen to. Me. <laughs> they should clearly. I mean, they'll listen to you, you right should now. Paper, so. rock, scissors for it. <laughs> for, if Odell's first or third, yeah. I will not waver. <laughs> That's fine. I took I took him at a 101 uh, last year, actually. Nice. Yeah. Uh, in a startup. Yeah. So um, next one from at mg underscore dynasty 12 team PPR tight end premium. Um, the f- Likely in terms of picks here, so it's it's uh, Harry or um, Jared Cook in a twenty twenty first. The twenty twenty first is likely very early, and it's also a tight end needy team. Um, so this was a startup draft with rookies included, but not Debbie. Correct. All right, just just finished the startup so that included yep. rookies before the draft, which is nice. But yeah, definitely not a Debbie. So you're not that twenty twenty first is what it is. It's full. It's a full uh, draft. Yep. I'm I'm gonna take Nikhil Harry. Yes. Um, I don't care if Jared, if you need a tight end. I don't think Jared Cook is your That's answer. That's a one-year rental. Yep. And, and this is a startup. This isn't yeah. like the sixth year in this league. You know what I mean? And there's pieces there. It's a startup. So if you're already tight and needy, like this this isn't the way to do it for that team. Um, I think Kerry's worth at least two 2021st next year by the time we get to it. And that's for wide receivers that don't normally produce in the first year. I don't care. Like I'm not saying I don't care how good the 2020 class is. That's how good I think Harry is. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to take Harry on that Quite side. the endorsement for Harry there. Cook Cook is not a f- worth a first round pick. You know I, what I mean? I, I absolutely so agree that's, that Jared that's Cook where is or, irrelevant in this, even in the tight end premium. Like he's an old man, one year rental. I mean, everybody has their this. guy, right? But in a one quarterback dynasty, Harry is is pretty much consensus one on one. Yep. Like, uh, for the majority, it's up there, and and I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that that he's still in that area in superflex, depending on the people drafting. So I mean, it, so for me, it's not that I agree with you or that I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Like I, I I think it's the hairy side as well, but I I wouldn't give you two twenty twenty first for him. That's I guess where. You will uh, next year, though, is what I'm saying. I don't know. I guess it depends on where they are, you know. And, and maybe you're sure. right, dude. We'll have to watch. But, yeah, today I don't think I can. I like that you're looking ahead, you know, and like because I try to project, like, what will mm-hmm. the value of this be this time because that's how I want to value it today, whether you like it or not. So right. I, I get where you're at there. But, man, I just don't know if I could do it this time of year. 
I think you'll feel better about it after landing spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, Coming oh, for in. sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't mind making the deal now. And I love the fact that rookie, actual rookie players were included in the startup. So you and would not give a two twenty twenty first to get a one hundred one today. Um, man, you flipped it on me like that, didn't you? <laughs> I too drinked you. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I like Harry a lot, and man, that's yep. I'm gonna do it. Huh. Yeah. In Superflex, so you're gonna be the guy that pushed Kyler Murray back to Steve and I at 102. Mm, no, that was more one quarterback. With it. yeah, no, I'm taking Murray as my 101. Okay. So he's one, he's 102. I before I was mentioning like if that happened in your rookie draft and you uh-huh. were sitting at 102 with Murray available, but no, Murray Murray's my 101. But so I'm saying I think Harry is worth two. First for a 102. If he's the best non-quarterback, I can see it. Best non-quarterback player. You're still either getting Kyler Murray or you, you know what I mean, like. But I'm right. I'm. Uh, yes, I guess in the way I, I mentioned it, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm saying like <laughs> next year. Yeah, Next yeah, year, yeah, Harry will be worth two twenty twenty first when we get there. What are you going to pay me today Jared Cook is, for that? I only have to do a Jared Cook in a twenty twenty first because forty six percent said they'll take the Cook in twenty twenty first side, okay. three hundred thirty plus votes. So and that's so with that said, you. I mean you could offer a real tight end and get the deal done for sure. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah. Flip it, Looks flip like it, it your side, and I have no problem with that. You know, paying a little bit probably more outside than the, the Jared top, Cook top five. Outside of maybe the top five tight ends, I'd probably give you anybody in the in the first to get Harry. How about a twenty twenty first and a two thousand nineteen one twelve for one hundred two one hundred two deal. Yeah, two, yeah. Okay. yeah, too easy. Because I mean, you can get a nice tight end probably at that one twelve this year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, true. Because you're a tight end needy team, but uh, there's we still gotta we still gotta chill a little bit on expecting to see a lot from a tight end in year one. I don't care how athletic and freaky these guys are coming in. There's only a few, very few situations where we could even see volume. I think that would, that would truly matter for, for getting them into, you know, that high of a tight end, you know, see year one for this tight and needy team. Yeah. Like I, I don't know that I'm expecting to start Noah fan or Hawkinson or, you know, Irv Smith unless one of them lands on the Patriots and we see them continue to use it that way. That that there's enough there to be like, yep, I don't need to stream, you know, between the, the three guys I have, I'm just gonna let this roll every week. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Good point. Landing spots gonna tell a lot for those tight ends for sure. That is for sure. All right, last trade from at Salomon Henry, sixteen teamer, full point PPR. Uh, the tw- long enough. Where'd you guys hey, go? Hey, where did you go? <laughs> I wasn't on the thing. I was like, where's Swags? I have to go back. <clears throat> did you get did you get the uh team the readout or no should i just start no, probably yeah, just start that start over and make that easy right, cool all right last one so from at salomon henry 12 team full sorry 16 teamer full ppr uh 1.03 or a 2020 and 2021 first so interesting one here because it's a deeper uh league obviously it's 16 teamer so um well, this is a really kind of fun one i think uh swags what, what are your thoughts here um, sorry, let me look again. But that makes it interesting sorry, at sixteen. So it does. Yeah. Um, I don't care about twenty twenty one first. So that one hundred three. Yeah. I'd probably take the one hundred three at this point, man. I mean, I should be able to do better than. Uh, I, yeah, I don't care about the twenty twenty one enough. I want the twenty twenties, but 
if it's a early 103, I'd be really excited to make that pick at this point, you know? Yep. When you're looking at picks like this in the future, not knowing anything else, like, do you just assign it like that's a mid 2021st? Yep. Like, yeah, that's just what the I average do. I think so. Yep. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, a 108, one, 108 in 2020 and a 108 in 2021 or the 103 now in the, in the 16 team, like, I'll take the 103 now. Like, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to play with pieces now. And I'm I'm adding that to my squad because I'm not having to give up a first here is how I'm looking at that. I'm giving up my future first, but not my 19. So I might have a 19 first somewhere along there too. Let's let's go win now. I like it. Totally agree with everything you said. You drink. I, I think that's a great move. Get an asset you can use for this year, especially in a deeper league at 16 teams. So yeah, I will take the 1.03 as well. What's the uh, 70, results? 74% are playing for the future the wrong way and want the two first. Go win now. Interesting. Go yeah. future is now. Go win now. Get that piece in 13 and trade it for those, you know, back for probably those two first, you know, uh, in the future. And you got a year of production out of it that helped you. There you go. Exactly. Like it, man. I like the reasoning on that one. Yeah, that makes total sense. What about uh, you, Steve? Oh, I said the one dot one dot oh three. Oh. Yeah, I'm on that for sure. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so before we head out, uh, where can the folks find you on Twitter, Swags? I'm at DFF underscore swag. Two drink. At FL two drink minimum and at Superflex pod. And I'm at the real Holopka and at Superflex trades. And we are out. Is there a fake Holopka? I had to make sure there wasn't one, man. That's why I had to put the real one in there. That's how you know he's real. I would make All the, those haters out there. I would make the fake Holopka. You can make that, make that handle. We'll battle it out. We might have too much fun with that. Now I have to do it before this show drops, though, damn it. <laughs> Let somebody else do it. <laughs> no, because then we'd have some random trolling Steve. Just what I need. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to do it, and then Steve will never know who it is. We'll just tell him it's not us. It's not us. <laughs> just my timeline is getting freaking blown up. My notifications. Just what happened? It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Slide into the DM. <laughs> Seal start to wonder which one of them's him. Confused myself on Twitter. <laughs> Good recipe for success. You should just do opposite takes from that one, like Chris Godwin is garbage. <laughs>